Welcome everybody. Bake is my podcast. What's your bacon in seven questions? Uh, today's a special one because it is what's your bacon in seven questions for repeat offenders. We've only done a few of these. We got Andrew from Project 86 here. What's up, dude? How you doing? The pleasure's all mine. Thank you guys for having me on again. It's amazing uh, to come back. Really enjoyed the conversation last time around and uh, looking forward to going, going further, going deeper. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I love it. Uh, part two of the double album Omni is out now. Omni Fest, uh, the album release party is uh, March first and second. Is this going to be out before then or after that? Uh, I'll have to check. All right. So hopefully yeah. this is coming out before then. I hope if, so. If not, it's already sold out, so you can't go see it there anyway. But there is a live stream. If it hasn't happened yet, check out uh, Project86.com. You can check out the live stream. You can check out the single for uh, Pariah on YouTube and the website. Um, Excellent job on the record, man. It's it's awesome. I can feel the outrage spreading. I I think <laughs> can you? <laughs> we were just talking about it too, right? Exactly. That is spreading. Um, but uh, yeah, I I think it's great. I think my favorite song as of right now is the is the uh, X's and Y's. Okay. Okay. I, okay. I, I really was digging on that song. Um, the the few times that I got a chance to listen to it. Uh, but that one just hit me in a way, and I was like, "Oh yeah, all right, nice." Well, so, I appreciate the, I appreciate the love, man, and uh, we worked very hard on both parts of this album. Uh, it seems to me that when you first start out your career, everything sort of comes easily, uh, you know, creatively speaking. Yeah, sure. and then yeah. the further you go, the more it's a function of work, you know. Right. So yeah. if you want to put out something that's as good or better than your previous material, uh, something that hits people, you're going to have to put in the time and energy and hard work. And definitely the time was put in and then some on, on both of these records. Omni Part 2 just seemed to stretch on and on and on. There were just every piece of the puzzle took like twice as long than it probably should have. But I think at the end of the day, the results are strong. You know what I mean? Like I feel oh, really yeah, good, yeah. good about That's, it. You put in the time, you put in the time and you make it work. And, and we're about to show you right now how putting in next to no time to do a, a, a uh, follow-up questionnaire yeah. is, is definitely uh, results in less quality. Yeah. Um, that's what we have coming for you. Great. And, and what's your bacon for repeat offenders? Yes. So we'll start there. Uh, Question number one. So we're talking about uh, the music career and everything right now. What are some of the unwritten rules uh, of of your job? Oh, that's a good question. Unwritten rules of the job. Ooh. Um, there's definitely an unwritten rule that what happens on the road stays on the road. Um, yes, for sure. And it's not that it's some nefarious, sinister, you know, everybody's a thief and a liar and a hypocrite right, and a right. jerk. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's more like when you get trapped inside of any sort of situation, hotel room, vehicle, green room, you know, bus, whatever it is, with the same dudes for a period of time, things are said and things, that, things happen mm -hmm. that you just wouldn't do or say in the real world in real life around the people <laughs> that you care right. about. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And like, 
there's no way to tell anyone about that without it sounding ridiculous or yeah. or totally embarrassing or totally offensive. So uh, I think that's the main reason why what happens on the road stays on the road because it is yeah. like its yeah. own it's its own dimension and <laughs> yeah. it only makes sense there. So that's that's definitely one. I, um, another I think unwritten law or rule is you kind of don't let anyone behind the velvet rope sort of thing. Like mm -hmm. you're and and that's part and parcel to what I just mentioned. It's this idea that uh, a lot of the decisions that are made that the people on the other side of the screen or the headphones or the speakers see and hear, there's a lot of thought and intention that usually goes into that. Not always, but a lot of times. Yeah. Uh, and most people don't understand, I am going to break this rule just a little bit right now, but just as in, like, if you're, if you're to think critically about why you're seeing what you're seeing on television, for example, you know, mm -hmm. like, as of this recording today, you know, the Super Bowl is on. And if you watch every second of the Super Bowl programming, there's intention, there's strategy put into absolutely mostly just monetizing your attention, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And if you just sort of think critically about everything you see and boil it down to that sort of common denominator, it all starts making a lot more sense. Sure. And it's similar with music and with entertainment. It is all a strategy to get you to buy into whatever's being presented, whatever messaging, so that you stream the record, buy a ticket to the show, buy a yep. T-shirt. And the way that that's accomplished inside of my job and inside of music is through a lot of times through perception. Mm -hmm. and so there are all these decisions, small and big decisions that are made behind the scenes that affect the perception of the artist and the music and all that. And, and so there's this unspoken rule that you don't really let many people behind the velvet ropes. Now in recent history, I've actually flip-flopped that entire rule. And through the Patreon community that I do, I actually let people that are in the Patreon community behind the velvet ropes. And I never did that before. But I actually flipped the script in the sense that uh, I actually welcome people's input uh, into the process. So when there's a demo or there's like a decision being made about what the next record's going to sound like or next song is going to sound like or what it's going to be about or whatever. I put that out there for people first and let them into the thought process to hear comments and such. And it's really turned into this strange anti-typical anti, uh, process for, for how this thing's done between the artist and the fan. Um, and and it's, it's really turned into this familial sort of uh, camaraderie almost amongst the like inner circle of fans and such. So, I plan on repeating that moving forward. And I've had so many people tell me, you know, there's nothing like what we have here in this Patreon community. And I said, that's not by design. You know, that's like an organic, like evolution right, that of, happens. People, of people just participating in the stuff that I'm putting out there, you mm -hmm. know, and then a conversation happening. But yeah, um, typically the rule is, you know, there's a big divide between the artist and the fan and, you know, with social media and such, you've seen that sort of go away to a point. And I finally just completely embraced 
uh, really the opposite approach as to what I took earlier in my career that worked sure. pretty well. So yeah. There's a couple little tidbits. Nice. Like that. Nice. All right. Question number two. What is the better useless superpower? Either the ability of color manipulation or cheese manipulation. Color manipulation or cheese manipulation. So when you say cheese manipulation, is that like just melting the cheese you or can, you can fraction it? You're like the magneto. The cheese into a different type of cheese. Yes, yes. Or or just in, in shape or like he, he was saying, like like the magneto of of, of cheese. cheese. Oh wow. Okay. So anytime there's cheese in something, you could potentially like lift the object or Yes. Or turn it into some sort of oh man, so many options for that color or cheese. The cheese is in so many things, right? Right. You know what I mean? Like, what if a dude? What if like a pizza delivery driver, you know, is stacked with pizzas in the back of his car, and you activate the cheese power, and you can toss the car into a riverbed or off right the that's the thing right right so i'm gonna go with cheese also because i love cheese cheese, like, cheese is one of the best foods there is yeah. Agreed. right and yep. like i can't pick just one so part of that power is to turn one type of cheese into another type of cheese yeah like like, like you take a bite of pizza and you're like my next cheese. bite my next bite is going to be all different cheese the next bite all different cheese it's a game changer. Yeah. And it's, like it's, yeah. there are there are so many different like meals that are made by specific types of cheeses, you know. Right. Different types yeah. of salads, different types of oh, oh my gosh, it's just limitless, you know. We yeah. could determine the best cheese for a cheeseburger just using one burger. Yeah. Every bite could be a different trial. That's that is truly a game changer. Yeah. It, yeah, it's mind blowing. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's what we do here. We blow minds. <laughs> I, I will also say, uh, I've recently watched all the X Men movies again. Yeah. Getting ready for uh, the next Deadpool, and uh, Magneto by far the best power. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the coolest. Yeah. <laughs> the coolest. Uh, and that's why he's the chief bad guy. Yeah. Exactly. Like, and the bad guy is always the coolest, right? Right. Always. Yeah. Especially when you're like, hey, he's kind of right. He's kind of right. <laughs> he's kind of right. And uh, I used to watch the old cartoon in the 90s. Yeah, man. Oh, I loved that cartoon. It was really good. I just restarted uh, it. Yeah. I just rewatched a lot of the movies as well. And, uh, man, I really like Logan. Yeah. I, th I think Logan's that one such is a good one movie, man. Things. Such a good movie. Yeah. And I really like First Class as well. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, that one also. Yeah, I like I like the interweaving with the history. Mm -hmm. That's that's mm -hmm. always like a fun move for sure. Yeah. And that era Magneto also is oh, fast benders. Just just the band. badass. Yeah. Agreed. Like, He's so good in everything. He is so good in everything, man. Like in the uh like the the newest two alien films, Prometheus and Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the Alien what was it? Alien Resurrection. Resurrection. Yeah. yeah. Uh great. Super, super good villain. Yeah. 
He's he's pretty excellent. He made he even made Assassin's Creed almost watchable. <laughs> I never saw that. Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't say you need to, but I would say if you did, you could be like, yeah, he's still good. <laughs> he's pretty good, man. He's pretty good. He's pretty good. Yeah, I don't know what it is about video game films. They're usually like. Not usually very not very good but last of us was pretty excellent if you didn't watch that the the series last of us. man really well done okay like pretty great i haven't seen it worth it you have to check it out worth it for sure uh all right question number three what's the first body part you wash in the shower Ooh, good question um it's my face i mean that's pretty boring but yeah face first know, man i tend to be pretty linear in terms of the way I think. So I just kind of work my way down. Um, top to bottom. Top to bottom. Start with the, start with the head, <laughs> actually. Head, face. Keep on moving. Yeah, all right. I'm in. I, I do that too. So, um, All right. Question number four. If you were arrested with no explanation, what would your friends and family assume you had done? <laughs> Good question. Um, friends and family assume that I had done. I mean, it could be assumed that maybe I said something I shouldn't have said to the to some authority figure, perhaps. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I right. don't know if that's it's clear cut though. Like rabble rouser. <laughs> that's that's kind of where my mind went, but I don't know. Um, I'm not really known as someone who breaks a lot of laws, to be honest. Yeah. So um, maybe it's a saying something. Yeah. I, I think I would assume that it was a mistake. I think they would assume right. that it was it was something that like was unjust had happened. Mm. And I was at the wrong place at the wrong time with the wrong people. And got lumped in somehow guilty by association or or I don't know because I'm not usually the guy who gets in a lot of trouble with the law. Yeah. All right. Question number five. Choice time. If you had to choose between only eating pre-chewed food Ooh. or only being able to communicate through interpretive dance Ooh. for the rest of your life, which one would you choose? I would do the interpretive dance because it's just the <laughs> other option is disgusting. Yeah, um, there's a game being, called being baby uh, birded is too much. <laughs> there's a game that that my kids and I play that's a card game and it's called like pick your it's called pick your poison. Right, and it's it's this that idea. It's like you have to choose between two equally horrible scenarios. Uh, so it reminded me of that. Have you guys ever played that game? I have no, but, we'll, we'll but I would. For sure. <laughs> it sounds like a fun if game. This is something that you guys are looking for material on. That game right. has infinite like amounts. Nice. Um, okay. The interpretive dance thing kind of would be fun because people would be so confused all the right. time. You could never yeah. explain it, though. You couldn't that, write. I wouldn't, talk I wouldn't even feel embarrassed. I would embrace <laughs> it and just you know, kind of put the onus on them to feel yeah. weird. Yeah, you know, well, and you have look, to if if that's look your own like, way. What I'm, what I'm doing is totally normal. Right, you're the one with the prop, like fully gaslight them. You know what I mean? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I love that. 
All right, Andrew. This this one you'll be ju judged very harshly on. Okay. Question number six. When it comes to the toilet paper roll, are you an over or are you an under? Are you talking about when you wipe? No. No, no. When you no. place it in your house. Oh. Well, it goes on the back, so whatever that means. Oh, he's oh. mullets. He's mullets, so it's not, not it's, beards. It's not a mullet, it's a mullet, not a beard. Yeah. Yeah, it goes on the back. Oh wow. Really? Okay. 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 That's how I've always done it. I mean, when you think about it, though, it probably needs to be in the front. I've never put a whole lot of thought into that, but that's a question that I've been asked many times recently. For some reason, I've, it's I've coming flipped up. it. I've flipped it in other people's houses. I've been in there, which it's is rude. Cool, which right. is first off, it's rude. But yeah, I'm I go like, for the over. Yeah, I don't go for Maybe the back. That's the proper way to do it. Then it can hit the wall. It can get dusty. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Maybe I've been doing it wrong the whole time. That explains yeah. so many things, probably. <laughs> it's an educational show. That's what, yeah. we, That's what we do. That's what we're yeah, about. Now I'm going to have to check. <laughs> See? See, later on. We're changing lives. Changing <laughs> lives here. Here on Big is the Podcast. Uh, all right, question number seven. Now, this one doesn't determine if you get a bonus question. You get one anyway in repeat offenders. So we do have one coming. Nice. But this is question number seven. Uh a little bit of a memory. Go go back, go back a little bit. You get to pick one Halloween costume from your past mm. to wear every day the rest mm. of your life. Got it. It would probably be the one that I've worn the most. Okay. Uh, I had a period of time where I would dress up the same every year, and I would. It was very simple. I just wore black from head to toe with a black hood and painted my face like a skull okay and it's never not cool right it's yeah never not scary <laughs> it always looks cool it's always creepy it's always creepy yeah. Yeah. yeah i like that one that's that's and a solid people always kind of take you seriously when you when you look like that there's like, right whoa. yeah yeah whoa <laughs> right right <laughs> that's a good one still they want to look at you like you're not so scary to little kids that they don't want to look at you like they scream and cry and run away they're more just like <laughs> right right kind of cool love it all love right it. bonus question. Well, bonus question is this what is your favorite and least favorite sequel favorite and least favorite sequel i mean this is gonna sound so cliche the two that popped in my head are two of the greatest films of all time there we go i'll put them one and two um empire strikes back it's my favorite sequel as well. Yeah, I mean, it's just obvious. Like, I know you want interesting answers, but like, no, just want real ones. How do you <laughs> not real pick? ones? Yeah, and the second one is The Godfather Part Two. Sure. Uh, I mean, The Godfather was so good, and somehow they made one that was equally good. He right. made one that was equally good or better. Um, now, least favorite. Ooh. See, this is where it gets interesting. What's your least favorite sequel? Sequel. Ugh. There's a lot. Because <laughs> the rule the rule is that sequels are usually not that good. Exactly. Uh, right. The, the exception is when, when they are. So it's almost, there's almost too many options. Well, like when's the last um, time you, you went to a sequel and you like, you you questioned your reasoning for even going? Okay, like, here's one. Man. Even though even though the first film against a Star Wars film, mm -hmm. even though the first film was not that great, 
it was okay, but it, it right. left you off on a moment of potential. It was the the newest trilogy, the right. the um, Force Awakens, and uh, yeah. So yeah. I went and saw the Force Awakens, and I was like, okay, there it's retread for sure, mm-hmm. but there are a lot of good things that happened in it, and where it left off with you know her showing up on that island and handing the lightsaber to Luke, and he's standing there. You're just like, what? Yeah, yeah. This is about to get awesome. And then you wait the two years or whatever. And the then first it, scene. You yeah. come like... Johnson to the rescue. And right. oh my gosh, what a train wreck of a film. <laughs> I mean, that was one that I went and saw like the, the night before the release. Like I got yeah. tickets to an advanced showing at like a... Yep at a cushy theater that had like recliner seats and servers and everything. I paid like double to go see it. You know, I'm in a theater, a small theater. Like it was, it was a cool setup. It's the only time I've ever done that. And I remember I'm watching it. It's like one of those situations where you really want to like it. You right. really want to be stoked. And then just when it was over, I'm like, huh. And I'm like, fighting to like it i want to like it and the more i thought about it the more i thought about it the more i thought about it the less i liked it the more angry i got and and oh man yeah now i I could talk for hours about why (laughs) why that it's not just a bad movie it there are bigger implications and things going on that just make you your blood boil yes i agree if you're a fan of the og you know, right, 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 yeah. right, right, right. Well, I don't want to b- get his blood boiling too much yet. Right, we've so, got a whole episode to do. Yeah, we've so, got we've got our sequel to ruin. Exactly. So, uh, before we head out here, Andrew, let everybody know where they can find everything Project Eighty Six and the brand new record Omni Part Two. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can just visit us at project86.com. Uh, there, you'll find links to wherever you want to stream the record. Um, we also have a link to our store where you can purchase vinyl and CDs and cassettes and all kinds of different cloth merch and more. Um, depending upon when this airs, we also have an album release live stream on March 1st and 2nd. You can buy tickets for there. So this uh, is actually, this episode is this, what's your bacon in seven questions episode is March 1st. All right. So tomorrow okay. night. So March 1st and 2nd, which would be today and tomorrow, tonight, as of this this, uh, airing, is our VIP performance. It's going to be a shorter set, but it's calling it kind of like a lounge set, almost like uh, somewhere between like unplugged and full band. But we're going to perform all like classic material. And then tomorrow night, which is March 2nd, we're doing the Omni album release show, which will be primarily uh, new material, not solely, but but primarily. Uh, so you can check that out. Again, you can grab a ticket at project86.com. You'll see the information there. And yeah, uh, on, the live yeah, and check it on YouTube out. as well. We got a lot of new music videos that came out really cool. Yes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So go ahead, check that out, and uh, come back on Monday. Yeah, and remember to ask yourselves every day that super important question. What in your life helps you get through that day? What helped, what, what, what inspires you? What, what makes you want to be better? What's your bacon? What's your bacon?